The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. And we hope you are doing well. Thanks so much for listening, however you are, online or on the air. We appreciate you being here. I'm Braxton Critcher, your host. And our passion, our desire on Community Spotlight is to share some stories, shed some light on a community service, an organization, or a person doing something extraordinary for the community and the people that live there. And so we hope that today you are encouraged by our conversation about a community, not specifically an area, but a community that needs our help. It's the foster care community. And I've got Tara Knox, the foster care closet of First Baptist East Flat Rock with us, and Alex Williams with Fostering Hopes. We welcome Alex back. He's been with us before. And welcome Tara for the first time. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Thank Braxton. You. So, wow, what a different kind of community. But it is a community. Foster care is a, a type of family that you guys both know because you've been there or you help others who are in it right now. So because you have those experiences, those memories, those stories you can share, when you hear the word foster care, to give context for those who have never been involved in foster care, what comes to mind when you hear those words? Any particular emotions or thoughts? And I'll start with you, Alex. I mean, lots of things come to mind because foster care is so broad ranging and it's so unique depending on what the placement type is. But I mean, fundamentally, at its heart, foster care is... Foster care is family. Foster care is care for today's modern-day orphan. You know, foster care is opening your home and opening your heart to children who, without you, don't have a safe place to be. Um, and, of course, there is thousands of different types of stories of what those placements look like, but, but at its heart, for me, it's it's... It's, it's a community family of people saying we will open our homes, our hearts to a child or children who, without us, they don't have a place to be, mm. a safe place to be. Yeah, yeah. Tara? So for me, um, as being a foster parent for 10 years, when you say foster child or foster care ministry, the the faces of the 21 kids that we've had over the years – their stories pop up in my mind, the, their faces pop up in my mind. And I think about each one of those children and the different circumstances they come from and the relationship that my family grew with them over those years and the impact that they played in my heart and in my life as well as my family. And for me, it's about being able to love on that child and give them a safe environment and plant a seed and let them know about the love of Christ while they're with us but also to give them hope for the future and give them the stability and the nurturing that they need to become um, a, a better person later on in life and let them know that the life that they're living now is not the life that they have to have in the future. Yeah. So we mentioned the need that it's, it's, it's always been a need, but since March of 2020, it has grown exponentially and you guys have numbers to back that up. But because the need is there, we know that people are out there that God has ready and, and, and willing to become foster families. So I'll start with you, Tara. Why should someone consider it 
Maybe they have, but they're sort of hesitant. What's one thing that maybe you could share something in your past of a story before you got involved, maybe some questions you had that got answered or someone answered for you that drove it home and said, yeah, that's I need to get involved. Why, why should someone do that? Well, I think it's just like everything in life. If you wait until you're ready, you'll never do it. It's kind of like becoming a parent. If we wait until we have enough money, if we wait until life's just perfect, then you don't ever, you'll never do it. Mm-hmm. But when God places the opportunity for you to do something in that chapter in your life, you're called to do it right then. Um, and I know for my husband and I, we actually saw a picture of two girls in a newspaper um, that needed to be adopted. And that's, we were sitting at Hot Dog World and it just broke both of our hearts and God melted us right there and that's how we became foster parents was just seeing the life of these two girls that needed a home. Um, and I still to this day have contact with those girls. Mm. Um, and for me, it's, you can't wait until the moment's right. And you can't wait until you think you're ready because you'll never be ready. But at, at every point in time in our lives, when we've had foster kids, God's provided just what we needed when we needed it. He provided the care that we needed. He provided the help that we needed. And for me, every child just needs to know that there's someone out there for them that loves them. And it can be uh, whether you can take that child to school every day and they know that they're going to have that stability in their life or whether it's um, taking them to the doctor or taking them to visits. The stability in these children's life is more than anything else. And if you just have the time for these kids is more than anything. Yeah, and and, and I love how Tara phrased that, and it's so true. And one of the beautiful things with foster care is taking that first step is not about you open your door immediately and, and that night there's a child in your home. There is a process mm-hmm. to go through to help you ultimately determine if you really either want to or are ready to at that time to be a foster parent. And so the right time to reach out is now. Well, the right time was yesterday. The next best time is today, um, because that first that first step forward is simply information gathering. Because you don't, as Tara said, you don't have to have a you know a special degree. Your house doesn't have to be a mansion somewhere. You you simply have to have a home and the ability to care for children. And the reason the best time was yesterday, the next best time is today is because there are simply not enough foster parents. There are there will be children tonight sleeping on a sofa at a DSS office. There will be children this weekend sleeping at a hotel with a social worker because there is not a home for that child or those children to go to. And that's why today is the best time to take that first step to simply say, what else do I need to know? I'm not committing to anything. I'm not saying, yes, I'm going to do this. I simply want to know what's involved because uh, there's some long conversations and there's heavy conversations and it's a a consideration that has to be taken seriously. Um, And we can sit here and we can talk and and, and we do. And I know the two of us, we talk to as many people as we can about this hidden world on our doorstep because too many people don't know the realities of what it really is. Um, and it's very, it, it, sometimes it's a very fine line to walk between, because foster care is a very emotive subject. Foster care is very heavy. And, and the intention is never to guilt people into becoming foster parents, because not everybody should be a foster parent. And that's okay. 
but more people than there are should be. Yeah. And and it's not for our benefit. It's for children who are not asking to be in some very difficult situations. It's for their benefit. Yeah. Now speak to that person who has realized that, Dad, this isn't for me. I want to be involved, but you've realized that I can't take on that child or I, I simply don't have the space or whatever it is. I don't know. But for that person who who cannot be a foster parent but still has a heart to help the foster care community, what can they do? And Tara, that's you're not a foster parent now, so it's kind of you. So you have plenty of things that I'm sure these parents could be doing. So two and a half years ago, we started Patchwork at our church. And since then, over a thousand kids have been served. And that's just us being able to provide the necessities for families that come into care. And for me, as a foster family a parent, when we first started, it was you get a child and the first night they come with either nothing or the things that they come with are not suitable for the child to be clothed in. So we provide... Um, at our church, we provide the necessities for a child that comes in, whether that's clothes for their first week, shoes, uh, backpacks, you know, beds, whatever the necessities are for them. But I think the biggest thing that we need to realize is that everybody can play a role in foster care at some point in time. For us, um, like I said, I retired from foster care probably five or six years ago, but I still had a heart for the for the for the kids and for what the ministry that needed to be done. So for me. My goal and the church's goal at East Flat Rock First Baptist is to make sure that each child receives a Bible. That means that each child that comes through our, that we help, receives a Bible. So we plant a seed for that child while they're in care, whether that Bible goes with them the rest of their life. Um, and we also just try to provide hope for the families of the foster families. I'd have a lot of moms that come in and just sit and talk about what they're going through when I can provide that support for them. Um, we're able to, if it's nothing else, get buy a McDonald's gift card and bring it to the church and we can give it to a family because your schedule gets thrown totally out of whack when you have a new child. Um, everything that you're used to is not going to be that way. You've got doctor's appointments. You've got DSS visits. You've got everything that come up within the first couple of weeks that throws your family totally out of whack. So if it's just providing dinner one night for the family or a card, um, for me, that that's extremely important is just support for these families yeah. and support for the kids and support for the biological family as well. Because as easy as it is for us to sit and love on that child, we need to support the biological family. We need to pray for them. Um, we need to provide help for them as well. So um, I oftentimes try to send a Bible to a mom at a visit um, just to give her hope and let her know that somebody's praying for her as yeah. well. So if someone is listening and they are either interested about fostering or they've heard that, that, hey, it's as simple as a $25 gift card to McDonald's, right. where can they go to help you um, or help someone else? I mean, they, 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 they can know a foster family and be able to help them one-on-one. -on -one, sure. But if they wanted to come alongside you, if they're in the East Flat Rock area or even for Alex with Fostering Hopes, where are can they go? I, I've got the website here, um, eastflatrock.org. Right. So, but so, yeah, just give us some details. We actually provide for the whole area of Western North Carolina and actually Polk County and stuff as well. We have people that come from it two hours away because we are, there are several other closets in the area, but we tend to have the largest available 
equipment and stuff that people need. Um, so we are contacted by a lot of different agencies in the area. So um, you can drop them off to us. You can mail them to us. You can drop off donations. Um, and we try to keep our quality of stuff on the high end. So we love new stuff uh, for these kids because we do no used socks, underwear. Everything is brand new when it comes to that. Um, so if you're at Walmart and you see something on clearance and it's brand new, you're more than welcome to drop it off to us. We can always use diapers, wipes, any of that kind of stuff is always greatly needed. Uh, monetary donations are welcome. We can go buy what we need as well. But like I said, um, any kind of gifts, cards, or anything like that is always welcome as well. Yeah. Alex? Yeah, I mean, to 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 really emphasize what Tara and her team and East Flat Rock have done, it's, it's an incredible ministry. Uh, and the way that they help to serve children in, in that general location, it, it's, 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 it's one of, if not the best, foster care ministries in, in the state. And I mean that genuinely. Um, and one of the central hopes of fostering hopes is to encourage primarily church communities across a multi-county area to find their passion and their ministry to, to, to not do exactly what Tara and East Flat Rock have done, but to say, this is, this is an area of ministry that our church can focus on. So it may not be a foster care closet. It may be you help to open up space to, to counties to provide foster parent training and you provide a meal to them. It may, honestly, in our website, I don't want to take up too much time because the information is on our website, but one of the central desires of Fostering Hopes is to engage church communities to say, what is it that you can do to support families and children in foster care? And to, as much as we can, and I know this is not always the local church's strong point, but to find common ground and and in a shared ownership of this need of children in foster care and so for different church communities to be able to play different roles in saying this is an area of ministry that we can do well this is an area of ministry that we can do which is then going to support this other church's foster care ministry and so it's not little kingdoms trying to do things independently right it's a shared ownership of a need which truly does touch and impact all of us, whether we realize it or not. If you're a taxpayer in your county, foster care touches you. Um, and, and that's, I mean, that's just on a very basic level. And so, and so, yes, if you, if you're listening to this and you're part of a church, if you're a church leader, whatever your involvement is, and you want to know more about what it looks like for your church to become involved and develop some kind of foster care ministry, that's, I mean, that's one of the main reasons Fostering Hopes exists, is to help give you some guidance and support in how to do that. Website is fosteringhopes.org. Social media, Fostering Hopes NC. You can find them there. The event next month, September, please share more about that. That's something that we can encourage folks to go to learn more about foster care. It is. And so, as we said earlier, if, if you're hearing this and you, you, you're touched, you're moved, something in your spirit is moving about what does it look like to become a foster parent? Most agencies will be starting foster care classes in September, probably the middle of September. And so if you want to find out a little bit more about what those classes look like, where they're taking place, what's going to be involved in those classes, right now is a great time to reach out because we've got, what, six, well, when this comes out, maybe about a month or so, probably before those classes will be starting, 
Um, and, and again, Fostering Hopes exists to just be a guide, you know, to, to help connect you depending on where you live, um, you know, to, to an agency that you can work with. And so, um, and so again, our website, there's information on there to reach out to say, hey, I'm interested in just learning a little bit more. I've got a couple questions. Um, that, that's, why, that's why we're here. That's why we exist. You can also find uh, East uh, Flat Rock First Baptist on Facebook and Instagram as well. It's Patchwork Foster Adoption Ministry. You can find them there for contact info and just to learn a little more too, and even contact Tara. This is just the beginning, so hopefully we sort of gave, gave you an idea of what foster care is, but also some ways that you can be a blessing to a foster family or maybe become one yourself. So the event coming up in September or contact one of these two people and tell me, I'm believe, believe me when I say this, they would love to help you uh, learn more or um, serve the community that God has put you in with foster care as well. So reach out to one of these two people. They'd love to do it. And uh, so we, we appreciate uh, both of you sharing a little about uh, what foster care means to you and also the communities uh, that you serve. So thank you for sharing. Thank you, Braxton. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.